If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. The talent for so many players today, the talent in the spotlight, it's taking them to heights that their character's not strong enough to support. I'm one of those set goals, chief goals. I talked about faith, passion, obviously the driver, the guys that I've been around, and the guys that surround me every single day. If I want to be one of the best, I've got to play with and against the best. Okay, so that which gets praised gets repeated. You're listening to The Hardwood Hustle, brought to you by PGC Basketball. Players, thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Hardwood Hustle. Special thanks to our friends over at PGC Basketball. Lead them up and Team Snap of their support of the Hardwood Hustle. We appreciate you listening. Players, today we're going to be talking about training to the point of exhaustion and giving you some things to possibly reconsider about how you train and your approach to training. TJ, I so often see the player, they walk out of the gym, TJ, and they are soaked in sweat. They are exhausted. They laid it all on the line. I mean, what a workout. They crushed it, right? I mean, you can tell just by looking at them. They are, I mean, they laid it all out there, and they gave it all that they got. I was challenged recently that that may not be the best approach. And, in fact, some will say the best approach is actually to leave one or two reps in the gym rather than giving one or two extra reps to try to go above and beyond. What's the thought process? Your thought process is you're not trying to build a champion in that one day, but you're trying to build a champion over time, right? And if you leave one or two reps in the gym and you leave a little bit in the tank, will that produce a better return for you the next day? Will you feel more energized the next day? I don't know about you, but I've seen this many times where I've pushed myself so hard in the gym one day, TJ, that like I can't even work out the next day. My muscles are just too sore. Mm-hmm. And, and I, in essence, had to take a day off because I pushed myself so hard on that one day when in reality I probably would have been better just kind of cutting back a little bit that day, having the next day to keep working on getting better and being better for the long haul and not necessarily all in at once. So, so often we waste our time and energy thinking we need this monumental effort yeah. to achieve anything significant. Yeah, Mono tweeted out a really good uh, – um, James Clear article, who's a blogger, talking about you know the six things you need to do for like long term improvement, like a, a physically. And I, one of the things is, um, I, and I remember speaking. I don't know if this is the same topic, but you know, don't just just don't miss two days in a row. You know, don't get in the habit of feeling like you miss five days and you got to make up for it. Like Andy Stanley says with the mega workout. You know, you're going to go in all of a sudden. You're going to lift every body part you've ever done because you missed seven days. You know. Consistency is really the sign of a champion. Like, there's probably no greater sign of a champion than consistency. So you want to be consistent. And I always love um, Dick DiVenzio's creator of PGC. He talks about um, that. Uh, I'll just I'm going to read it to you how he words it. He says, "I look for the player that gives 87 percent." I always think that was so interesting. <laughs> I always look for the player that gives 87 percent. And and when you read more into it, is you know. Um, uh, who, who knows? It, constantly trying to add two percent or one percent to everything they do, they realize that they're never a hundred percent. Like it's never everything that they could do. They they always go out there and they give great effort and they give great energy and they do all the things that they possibly can. But there is a little bit left on the table, and they know there's always more than they can do, and they're always searching for more. And you know, he had a real problem with every coach saying, "I'm you. You need to give a hundred and ten percent." He's like. 
how do you gauge 110%? Like, isn't 100, like, the max? Like, and, and then give 200%, give 150. Like, it's getting out of control. Let's just be realistic about this. Really great players, really great athletes, they give about 87%. There's a little bit left on the table. They haven't got all the way there. There's more things they could do better. And if they believe they gave 100%, that's also a limiting belief. Like, oh, really? That's all you got? Science has already shown us, like, every time we think we've got nothing left, we've got about 30 or 40% more. So nobody really does give 110 or 150, but I like the way that Dick DiVenzio phrases it with 87%, people that are always looking to add the 1% and 2% to, to get them up to the, to the top of the chart, but uh, it's, it's realistic, and I think it's also a, a, a good uh, approach to be consistent because I think if you did give 100% every single time, it doesn't mean take plays off. I'm just talking about you know, you're going to the place where you're sore lifting weights every day. At some point, you're going to be tired of being sore. What you really want to see is just daily improvement, mm-hmm. and you got to stick to that. And, and, you know, people, you'll be surprised. You know, when you do things consistently, it will produce incredible results. It, it really will. And I think sometimes we have a hard time understanding that. Speaking of James Clear, you know, he speaks about something called average speed. I absolutely love this thought process here. And players, soak into this. What is your average speed? So let me explain. He uses an illustration of an author. There's an individual named Nathan Barry. He writes 1,000 words per day. Just to give examples to put it in context, maybe he writes for 30 minutes a day. Nothing significant. By the end of the year, he writes three full-fledged books. Because for 253 straight days, he wrote 1,000 words per day. Just 30 minutes. Nothing crazy. Right? He didn't exhaust himself. We think about authors who write a book. You, you envision like they lock themselves in a room for days on end or, or weeks on end and they cram and they, they push and they burn. You know, they stay up late and you, know, you, you see those images. Well, at the end of the year, they may produce the exact same thing or in fact, maybe that person who did 1,000 words per day actually will produce more with three books compared to maybe one or two from that person that tries to cram it all in. Yes, the individual who was a little at a time each day never even remotely reached the quote-unquote maximum speed of the guy who crammed, but those average speed produced incredible results. So, for example, if you're training during the course of a week and you have three just full-fledged, all-in workouts that you just gave it, right? but the rest of your week and the other days, you only really had 10% to give, right? but you gave 100% on those two or three days and 10% on the others. At the end of the week, what was your average speed? Did you land at maybe 55%? Yeah, a couple hundreds in there, but then you also had a couple tens in there, right? Compared to the athlete that, you know, each day was able to just give a good, solid 65, 70% workout, but never like tore his body down to exhaustion, never just kind of went all in where he just had to like step away because he just gave it all that he got. He had this consistent approach, and it produces incredible results. You know, I think we have to be really clear for players, a distinction here. It doesn't mean go in there and give 60 or 70% of your effort. Don't go in there and it, more, more of your output of, of your tank. For example, I'll give you an if like Kyle Korver, he goes in and does his shooting workout um, I think he says it's never over an hour. It's 45 or 50 minutes. But he always shoots game-like shots for 45 or 50 minutes. 
I, I guarantee you, like Kyle Korver is an NBA player. He's in great shape. I guarantee you when he's done shooting for 45 or 50 minutes that there's more in his tank. He could, he could still shoot for five more hours if he wanted to. But he also diminished return. He realized, look, I'm not going to be shooting game-like shots, and I'm not going to just wear my elbow out, my arm out. You know, The right every day is 45 to 50 minutes for him to get prepared. Now, when he goes for that 45 or 50 minutes, he gives it everything he has. He's giving great effort. He's given what he believes is 100% effort um, during that time or any of us. So it doesn't mean go in and, and, hey, you know, today I'm playing pickup for one hour and I'm going to give 60% effort. It's, it's me, what it really means is instead of going in there for four hours and dogging it, go in there for a shorter period of time and give your best effort. And I'm glad you clarified that because you're totally right, and I didn't, hope players didn't kind of mistake that initially. You, you, you absolutely nailed it. But there's a, there's a notion, right, that if you're working out, let's say you and I are working out, right, and, and we're training – there's this thought process that you didn't quite give it all you had if you walk out the gym still feeling energy. You know, still mm-hmm. feeling that energy where, you know, let's say you walk out the gym and you had a great 45-minute workout, and, but you still feel like you could have gone an extra 20 minutes. Like you, you still have got some energy. There's a, a, a stigma in our minds that like, really, you just didn't give it all your didn't, – you didn't give it all you got then. Like if you're walking out the gym, you still got that energy. You need to get back into the gym and, and keep going. There's that stigma. You've experienced it. I've experienced it. But is it the best producer of results? Would we be better off going back in for those extra 20 minutes while we have a little left in the tank, draining that tank? Will that produce a better long-term effect? Or would it be better to hold on to a little bit of what's left in the tank and, and then use that? to keep building on tomorrow's momentum mm-hmm. and keep building on the next day's momentum. Yeah. And I'm guilty of this. And if you think about it, it probably plays out in a lot of things in your life. You know, for instance, um, I wanted to grow spiritually. So let's just sit down and read the Bible. Well, you're going to get really tired. If you don't have a game plan and you know, say, you know what, I'm going to do one verse a day or one chapter a day or one, whatever your, your threshold is, at some point you're going to realize, gosh, I really like doing this. Maybe I'll do three paragraphs instead of one paragraph uh, another good example is like golf like I, I like to to play golf if I go play nine holes I usually leave thinking okay that was pretty fun I feel pretty good like I want to go do this again I want to see if I can get better but if I go play 18 holes at the end of the day I'm like okay I feel like I've been out here for four days I've lost a hundred thousand balls I didn't go good I'm exhausted I'm tired I don't think I want to do this golf thing again but then eventually if you start working up and then 18 holes feels like, you know, I probably could get another nine in and I could get another. So in anything, you could probably apply it to anything in your life. A lot of times in, in things that you have a passion for, you can bite off a bigger piece. Like if somebody said, TJ, we wanted you to learn science, I wouldn't have a problem, but I couldn't bite off a 50% chunk. I'd probably have to bite off a 1% chunk and then maybe a 2% chunk. So you got to be careful to, to manage anything you're growing at. And it's funny you bring that up because James Clear in that same – Peace players talks it and uses a term called habit graduation, hmm. right? Graduating your habits, right? Going at this one stage for, for a week or two and then graduating to the next level. And then after you're there for a week or two, graduating to the next level. The, the point is, players, don't just put all your, your, your focus on this one workout, right? You are trying to build a full body, a full kind of picture here and let's say you know the off season is upon us right and you've got four months to get better right what's going to get you the best at the end of the four months not necessarily what's going to get you the best after four days 
right? You, you can't look at it that way. You have to look long term and say, okay, I'm building this up, right? And, and I'm preserving energy so I can keep going the next day. And I don't want to wear myself out too much. It's, it's what I tell my wife all the time when she wants to get back into working out after, you know, she'll take breaks, long hiatuses of a couple months. And my wife is all in. <laughs> Like pushes herself, like gets the gear and everything. Right? She, she, like she hasn't worked out in like four months, and it's like we, uh, she's like, I need to get back in the gym, and then she'll go to the gym finally, and she just will like spend ninety minutes in it and just drain her, and then it literally ruins all her momentum to do another workout for the next three days. When I'm like, babe, just start, start slow, just build it. Like start building some momentum. Let's get into a habit. Let's start building some consistency. And watch if you do it, even though you may not see the immediate results because you think you're not going fast enough right away. The goal isn't what you're going to look like right away. The goal is what you you want to look like four months from now. And it's harder, players. It's harder and harder in a microwave society. You know, we all want results right now, right here, and it does doesn't work that way. Like. If you want to be great, it's great to have short-term goals, but you also have to have long-term vision. You have to be in it for the long run. You can't just say, and, and, and if, you, if you're in it for short-term, you're going to do that. You're going to go work out for two hours. You're going to do everything you can, and then you're not going to stick with it. So you've got to make sure you're, you're going to be able to stick with it. And, and not only stick with it, but do it with passion. Amen. Co- players, ask yourselves this. When you're in this conversation and you have a teammate over there being like, oh, you know, I spent two and a half hours in the gym. Oh, man, I put in all this time and effort. Ask them this. Well, what was your average speed? They'll say, what? Yeah, what was your average speed? Like over a month, what was your average speed? Okay, yeah, you went 100 on that day. And you, I remember you telling me you went 100 on that day, you know, a week later. But like, what was your average speed? Because don't be surprised if those couple big practices or big training sessions that they brag about were far few in between, mm-hmm. right? And they had to take multiple days off, but yet you stayed consistent. And at the end of the month, you had a higher average speed, maybe never reached as high of a peak, but you never went down as low of a valley as some of those other players. Something something to think about. Hopefully that'll help you kind of reframe and, and just kind of evaluate what is your approach to getting better from a training perspective. Listen, I am Adam. He is TJ. Together we are the Hardwood Hustle. We appreciate you listening, players. Till next time, we're out.